To all the equity contrarians, welcome to another episode of Equity Breakdown, where you'll find short, no bullshit overuse of public companies. Now, as our economic infrastructure transforms, incorporating technologies like wind turbines, electric vehicles, drones, or any advanced motion technology, certain rare minerals become strategic assets to maintain a competitive advantage in the near future. A key component for these technologies to function is through the use of magnets derived from rare earth minerals. However, rare earth minerals are hard to get to and disperse in specific locations on the planet, with a high concentration in China. Now, there is a company that aims to balance the scale of power and ensure the U.S. regains its title in the production of rare earth minerals, and more importantly, the magnets that will fuel the 21st century technology applications. Today, we will break down Mountain Pass Materials, ticker symbol MP. Now, MP Materials owns and operates the largest rare earth materials mining and processing facility in the Western Hemisphere. The Mountain Pass facility has been around since 1952 and represents the only developed commercial source of rare earth materials in the Western Hemisphere. It contains an open pit mine and infrastructure associated with crushing, mining, flotation, and separation, which is also available and also being processed to be reactivated. The mine contains the following rare earths in its ore body, neodymium, around 11%, and praseodymium, around 4.3%. It is estimated that the Mountain Pass has the following reserves, around 1.4 million short tons, and average ore grade of around 7%, uh, which defines the amount of difficulty of mining the earth materials. The ore body is world-class with significant opportunities to extract valuable rare earth minerals, and based on the reserves, without exploratory drilling, the expected life of the mine is 24 years. All of the assets were acquired out of bankruptcy in 2017 by MP Materials. The company now has raised $545 million to execute a multi-phase plan to achieve the domestic supply of earth materials and production of permanent magnets. Below are the three stages. Stage 1, which is complete, rare earth concentrate production. Stage 2, separate rare earth oxide production. And Stage 3, NDPR magnet production. The company's mission is to restore the full rare earth supply chain to the United States of America. Now, rare earths are a family of 17 elements. The rarity of the minerals does not come from the limited supply, but from the fact that they are hard to get at, difficult to separate slash extract, and disperse across the planet. The value in the minerals is derived from the creation of the first rare earth magnet in the 1960s. These magnets became key components that are essential to modern century applications in transportation, national defense, consumer electronics, and clean energy. The permanent magnets of today are composed of iron, boron, neodymium, and dysprosium, a key ingredient for the magnets to operate in high temperatures. As mentioned, rare earths are concentrated, and China controls the production of 98% of the world's dysprosium and 83% of the global rare earth oxide production. Now, the rare earth minerals are part of the global market that is worth $3.4 billion annually, or 165,000 uh, metric tons. It is growing at a rate of 3.7% and are used specifically in a variety of applications, such as clean energy technologies, specifically traction motors and EVs and generators and wind turbines, high-tech applications, such as the miniaturization of smartphones and computing devices and robotics, and defense applications, such as drones, radar, sonar communications, and industrial applications, more specifically for catalysts uh, in oil refineries. Now, the neodymium and the presidium NDPR magnets make up a significant majority of the market and are expected to grow at 6.1% CAGR from 2020-2035. The largest drivers will be the electrification of the transportation industry from EVs, trains, etc., as well as green, uh, clean energy technologies and the robotic industry will be key contributors. Now, 
the company believes that the uh, TAM is around 10.7 billion. Um, of course, it'll focus its efforts on the eventual production of the NDPR magnets. It's important to note here that annual production of EVs is expected to grow to 57 million units by 2035. And each EV will require the NDPR magnet, which ultimately means high demand. The EV industry will also consume 100% of the NDPR uh, magnet demand with current production today. Now, in terms of the business landscape here, uh, MP Materials currently produces rare earth concentrates that they sell to a company in Singapore called Shanghai Resources. The company has successfully achieved stage one where they can mine and produce rare earth concentrates. The business model will eventually expand to deliver the final production of NDPR magnets. So based off of that, the landscape for the customers, specifically relating to customers, is pretty simple. There's only one customer, the Shanghai Resources. Uh, and that company, in return, sells the rare earth concentrates that they buy from MP Materials to end customers in China. So the contract establishes a take or pay basis, which means a company will pay, specifically in this case, Shanghai Resources will pay for the product, even if they can't uh, take the delivery. Now, the company advanced $50 million to help restart operations in Mountain Pass. Shanghai Resources will receive all production of rare earths until the investment resources are recovered. On top of that, it's important to note here that the mining rights belong to a company called Secure Natural Resources, which is controlled by MP Materials, majority equity holder as well. Now, the company has identified a series of strengths. First, location. Mountain Pass is the only scaled source for critical rare earths in operation in the Western Hemisphere. There is a high barrier of entry due to the financial burden and expertise of operating the mine, making it very difficult to replicate. In terms of platform, the company is positioned to deliver rare earth supply at a low-cost, domestic, and environmentally sustainable way. MP Materials has government support through the National Defense and Authorization Act of 2019, which has deemed NDPR magnets as critical to the defense and industrial security of the country. September 30th, President Donald Trump signed Executive Order 13817, which seeks to return rare earth production to the United States and break China's supply chain dominance. Resources. With 60 years of operation, specifically within that mine, the company owns one of the largest and highest grade rare earth deposits. Sustainability. 95% of the water used is recycled, and the facility also uses natural gas to power its co-generation facility that in return uses steam to provide power to the entire facility. So... It's very simple, demonstrates superiority in terms of the environmental impact. And finally, the operating strategy. So Mountain Pass has reestablished stable scaled production of rare earth concentrates. The company has accumulated additional capital resources through its merger with FEAC to eventually build downstream operations to separate rare earth minerals at lower costs to ultimately produce higher value NDPR. Now in terms of competition. Of course, it's quite obvious six major rare earth producers in China are the key competitors here. There's also another competitor outside of China called Linus, which operates in Malaysia. Historically, Chinese producers have benefited from producing at low cost due to the domestic regulations and low environmental regulations as well, too. Specifically, some additional risks that MP Materials faces are environmental regulations domestically here in the U.S., these regulations can range from water usage, wastewater and stormwater discharges, air quality, GHG emissions, waste management, disposable of radioactive substances, and so forth. Permits will be based on ensuring the company keeps up with government regulations in the areas li listed uh, previously. Another risk here is they depend on Shaggy resources to purchase all the rare earth concentrates currently today. Revenue, 
is essentially dependent on that. So all sales are conducted based off this contractual agreement. And if it falls apart, it can certainly hinder stage two and three operations for MP materials. Changes in China's political environment and policies. So in terms of the business model, the Chinese government purchases the uh, rare earth concentrates from that Singaporean government, which in return, MP Materials sells to. If anything within that cycle changes due to uh, political environment or policy changes, such as increased tariffs or whatever the case is, making the business operations uh, economically unsustainable, then uh, the company will immediately lose revenue. And finally, an increase in the global supply of rare earth products. So China accounts approximately for 83% of the global production of rare earths and dominates them in manufacturers, the NDPR magnets. So the Chinese government is experiencing significant uh, restructuring consolidation and will potentially implement aggressive pricing measures and flood the market with uh, NDPR magnets to inhibit U.S. production if they deem it as a high risk. Now, the company's uh, leadership team are high-performing capital allocators specialized in scaling the business. So the CEO, CEO, and CFO are all finance experts. Uh, and we'll focus on Jim Lutinsky here. So he's a CEO and CIO of GHL Capital Group, an alternative investment management firm. He was also part of the investment group at Fortress Investments, uh, and he holds a JD and MBA from Northwestern. So the leaders here are veterans with strong uh, investment uh, slash private equity type backgrounds. Um, and they essentially know how to go about scaling a business uh, and, and offering that particular expertise. In terms of ownership, uh, one important thing to note here is, of course, uh, the executive leadership owns a significant portion of the company. Uh, Fortress Acquisition Sponsors, which is the SPAC that they merge with, uh, also maintains right now 6.4%. Um, an interesting component here is also the only customer that the company sells to, Shangia Resources, is also an investor, which holds 7.7% of the company. So... In terms of financial performance, the company's recent closing share price was around $22.29, resulting in a market cap of $3.5 billion and an enterprise value of $3.1 billion. The company has achieved $73.4 million in revenue in 2019, which was an 8.9% year-over-year growth uh, over the $67 million earned in 2018. More recently, the company in Q3 reported $41 million, resulting in $92.1 million year-to-date as of September 30th. This represents 52% year-over-year in Q3 and a whopping 76% year-over-year, year-to-date in 2020. A substantial majority of the sales are generated by the sale of concentrate to Shanghai Resources in Singapore. Now, as of December 2019 and 18, the has experienced uh, net losses of $6 million and $13.4 million. However, the company has reported positive adjusted EBITDA as of $1.9 million in 2019 and $24.6 million year-to-date in 2020, mainly driven by a strong Q3 of $11.6 million, which was 159% year-over-year. Now, originally, Mountain Pass facility had $1.7 billion of capital investments before it went bankrupt from the previous owner, which is good because majority of that infrastructure was already built there. With a completed merger with FAC, MP Materials is now armed with $512 million in cash to continue their efforts to create the only scaled, fully integrated Western Hemisphere supply of rare earth magnetics with profitable operations. Now, it's important to note here, too, uh, the company did provide some projections, and they're projecting that by 2023, 
they'll achieve 450 million at an adjusted EBITDA of 60.7% uh, uh, in terms of uh, the percentage, resulting in 252 million adjusted EBITDA uh, and uh, free cash flow is 138 million. So again, uh, they are expecting a profitable business as they continue to scale. Now, in terms of growth, uh, they have a couple of steps here. They want to recommission the largest, most uh, efficient integrated REO processing facility, which leads them to stage two uh, in order to achieve leverage low cost position to maximize earnings power. They also want to build a marketing and sales organization to develop relationships with the largest American consumers of rare earth materials here. And essentially then um, give the US companies the ability to purchase domestically. And finally, long-term vertical integration processes of rare earth oxides into rare earth metals, alloys, and finished magnets. Well, guys, you can access and download the detailed report uh, in the highlighted area here, which will include the summary and accompanying infographic for your records. Now, if you like the content, please make sure to share this newsletter, share this post, or subscribe. And if you ever want any additional information, we provided for all those equity contrarians that want to go a little bit deeper, um, some additional uh, information, videos, uh, investor prof uh, profiling of the company, and the actual SEC filings. Well, thank you, guys. Hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with the family, and on to the next.